couple years down the road, you um, you wake up on a Wednesday. Wake up to a text message. You're like part of a group text, you know? Yeah. There's like nine people in there. You have a. Uh, Why are they? Well, that's the thing. You have you have the name of one person in your in your phone. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, and the rest are just like random numbers. They're just numbers. So you sure. you have uh, the number in your phone is uh, Danielle Francioni. Okay. How do I know Danielle? You used to work with her. Cool. Uh, used to you know wait tables. You guys waited tables together. <clears throat> and uh, it's like, like you said, you, Danielle, and there's like just like seven other people whose numbers you don't have saved. Because it's, it's been a while, you know, at this point since you've talked to any of those people. Danielle kind of being the one exception where like once a year she might come out and see a comedy show or, you know, you run into her out at like a grocery store or something. So these are people that I used to hang with before doing comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And you just like, yeah, there's, yeah, I know so many, I have so many of those friends where we're still friends, but we just don't. Yeah. Yeah. You're not like texting them. Why would you have their number? You know? So, um, the, the message from Danielle says, Hey guys, I'm sorry to be the one to tell you, but Fred passed away. She says there's a funeral or like a viewing on Fred who? Well, let me read you the text message. She says there's a there's a viewing on Friday at 3 p.m. at Second Baptist Church. All right. And she says, uh, we all loved Fred. I know he loved all of you guys. And honestly, it would be nice to see everybody's face because it's been a while. She puts the address for the funeral home down. She goes, if you have anything, you need anything, I'm here. Give me a call. And you go, holy shit, Fred. There was this guy that you worked with. His name was Fred Harper. (laughs) Fred, uh... Fred was a guy that was like very energetic, right? Always on his shit. He was a, a waiter. Yeah, he was a waiter. Okay. He he was like the first person to take on the jobs that other people didn't want to do. You know, maybe he's like rolling silverware, or you do just doing other shit, just any kind of side work. He was happy to help okay. jump in and do that. He was always like, and he just had this like uncanny ability to be one step ahead of everything. Like there, there was this one time where you, uh, uh, you were waiting, you were waiting tables and, uh, you, you take this order out to these three guys and this one guy goes, Hey, uh, I thought I said no mushrooms. And he looks and there's like mushrooms in uh, his pasta. And you're, you're like, oh, shit, I'm so sorry. Uh, he's like, let me get that remade for you right now. 
you're like I'll, I'll even i'll even get an appetizer or something thrown in for you too is uh is he allergic to mushrooms or he just doesn't like them he just does not like them okay well that that's a very quick fix then yeah, okay yeah. good 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 okay yeah sorry sorry man yeah i'll bring it out in two seconds he's never liked mushrooms sure because when he was a little boy <laughs> what when he was uh when he was a little boy yeah it was the last day of school second grade and on this day his dad was picking him up his dad never did that today was special he got into the uh into the pickup he says daddy can i ride in the back and his dad's like sure thing sport so they take off from the school his dad opens up the window yeah and he says you ready for summer buddy and he's like yeah (laughs) there's a hill little boy second grader he stands up he like grabs onto the top of the cab as they descend the hill and at the as they get to the bottom of the hill this uh truck backs out into the road and it is full of mushrooms and they hit this truck going like 45 miles an hour right the kid uh he gets thrown into the front of the truck he like hits his back against the stereo uh yeah it like fucks him up Uh, dad gets thrown out and uh, the little kid looked up and just saw his 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 dad uh face first just in like a pile of mushrooms just with blood all over it so he does not like mushrooms so you like take it back to the the kitchen you go you know <laughs> you go hey can i get this without mushrooms like i'm sorry i thought i 86 did you know or whatever you would say oh so it's is it is it my fault or their fault? <clears throat> it's definitely your fault okay, uh yeah all so right. you're like hey sorry about that whatever and the cooks like roll their fucking eyes one of them goes again uh, you know okay so and uh i fucking hate cooks like that dude every restaurant i worked yeah. in <laughs> yeah I, dude i mean fuck you dude yeah you're making someone else's dinner. Yeah. Stop. You're not a tough guy. Fuck you. Yeah. Sure. I'll, I'll go get a lot hey, of you stand there and do that. I'll go get you a drink. You know? Sure. Yeah. I'm going to try to be Most, your friend. Yeah. Fuck those. Guys, what do you want? Man. You want Coke? You want Pepsi? What do you, what do you want? Sprite? I'll, I'll, I'll get, get it. it. I'll get it for you. What Thank do you, you want? Yeah, I got yeah, it. Exactly. You'll ice. How much ice? Okay. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah. We've all played the game. We've all danced sure. and dance. I usually, yeah, I usually uh, got on pretty well uh, with those yeah. dudes at the ta- at the tavern. I was in charge of making uh, coffee in the morning. Yeah, that's how I got, that's how I got in good with them. Yeah, of course, strong coffee. So this this guy, uh, this chef again, right? He says it like it's perfectly quiet, so everybody hears it. You know, your face turns I, flush. I prop. I I wouldn't say anything <clears throat> honestly. I probably I, I would just sit there and be annoyed and be like, whatever. I'm gonna bring this out. He's gonna fix it for me. It's my fuck up, so I'll just. So you sometimes uh, you need to be insulted when you're work when you're waiting tables like that. Definitely to really yeah. So I would just go all right. I'm just gonna take my you know my beating and move on. Move on, and that's what you do. So you're it's it's pretty busy in there. You know, you're like uh you know you got several different tables in your section. Food's coming out fast, and you remember that you have this this pasta dish coming with no mushrooms, and you go oh fuck, and you run to the back yeah. and like he knew you were coming fred just walks out the door with a plate in his hand and he goes wow. no mushrooms right he goes you want me to take it or you got it 
I got it. Thank you, buddy. He goes, I'm heading that way. I'll just drop it off. Then go right ahead. I appreciate it. He winks at you. He goes, we're a team. And he goes, wow. and he he walks over to the table. He's got a tray full of plates. You know what I mean? Like he's got yeah. he's serving he's serving a six top. You know, and he's got he's got them all. He's got all on one tray. all on one tray. It's not even on his shoulder. He's just holding it up. And you what look, legend. and he, he's just using like he's just using like the palm of his hand. Like he's not controlling it Ooh. with like his fingers or anything. That's bad form. He's, yeah, you have to. He's when just kind of tables. Every finger was a uh, uh, like a access point. Almost. A claw. That's crazy that he's doing it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He's he's doing it just kind of on his palm, and he's really crazy. like he's really like loosey goosey with it. You know, he's got it up at some interesting angles. Things start to slide, and he just moves his arm, and it's like it's a it's like it's a piece of him. So he's like constantly moving the yeah uh, the, the whole time. People are mesmerized. <laughs> And he looks at your table and he looks at your table and he goes, Hey friend, Pat wanted me to bring this out for you right away. I didn't want it to get cold. And he sets, he sets it on the, on the table in front of the guy. He looks at him for a second and he calculates how far he can get. And he pats the man on the shoulder and he goes, let us know if you need anything else. Cause he knew he could fucking get away with it. With what? So he was just being that charming, you know. You guys, you guys called oh, him Step Ahead Fred because he was just always a step ahead <laughs> of everybody else. Oh man, yeah, I. Yeah. And every I time, did. every time he walked, like after he stopped moving and he would walk to a place, he would do like a little skip, you know, before he moved, before he started walking, just like a little, That's like nice. a little jump, and then he would start walking. So Step Ahead, Step Ahead Fred. Does he like the nickname? <laughs> he loves it, dude. Okay, then, yeah, then that rules. I would call him that all the time. He, like I said, always polite, always on his shit, uh, super right. energetic. He wasn't social. He was a little older than all you guys, you know. At the time you knew him, he was probably in his, like, late 30s, early 40s. What is, you, uh, where, where is this? What is the name of this place? Uh, it's called Presto. A fast, casual Italian experience. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, presto. Yeah, yeah, presto. So you were in your twenties when you were working there. Like I said, this guy's like his late late thirties. Um, you worked with a lot of other college kids. Like you didn't really hang out with him at all. Even when you guys would like go out for like a Christmas party or somebody's birthday, he would hang out. He would just kind of show up and say hello and like drop off a card or a very thoughtful gift. It was always fucking top notch. And then he would just sort of go. Wow. He, he kind of gave you the impression that he was always like on the move. Like he was always like going to something or he had something yeah, to do, okay. you know, just, so, just a guy know, like that. Yeah. I've worked with a few of these dudes. Yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. What type of person? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I mean, I can deal with that. It's yeah. not a, I mean, it, this doesn't sound like it, it's affecting my life in any no, no, no. way. Right. No. Or so Friday comes, you've got the afternoon free. Nice. You, uh, you dress up, you go to the funeral home. Yeah. Fuck. You look, man. you see Danielle, you see other people that you worked with, you know, other people who are that not everybody's coming, but, uh, people who can get it free are, are going to show up and there's probably like six of you guys and you know just the old presto crew and uh you guys kind of 
talk about step ahead fred and you tell the mushroom story and you're like it's like he knew and everybody yeah. has everybody has so many instances like that so this sounds like um is this the type of thing where everyone's telling hilarious stories and we're all laughing or is this kind of like yeah. a more somber it's, it's okay. definitely it's definitely good like you didn't really realize it because it's just like a weird thing about a person but you didn't realize that everybody had that same experience so okay, now you're yeah, kind yeah, of all yeah. coming together and being like holy shit what was that guy's deal you know he's just yeah. kind of like a fascinating person <clears throat> so you go inside and you're kind of talking to people and you're like hey how how did he how did he die and uh danielle's like uh i don't know i just i heard he passed in his, his sleep I heard I don't know if it was like a heart thing or or what, but I don't I don't I really don't know. So you kinda like go inside. So he's older than me. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably okay. he's probably like fifteen or so years older than you. Fifteen to Oh, okay. Sure. Between yeah, fifteen yeah, okay. and twenty years older than you, basically. Wow. That's uh that's too young, man. Yeah. That is um Fuck yeah. yeah! Twenty years is a long time, but that is way too way young. Too. So you, uh, <clears throat> that sucks. You go in right there. It's open casket. You guys are all in line. You kind of go up one at a time. You get up to step ahead, Fred. And you see his face, and he just looks tired. He looks like all that running that he did throughout those years finally caught up. Caught up, you know. Wow, he looks yeah. he looks like a, a shell of who you knew him to be a guy whose engine just ran red hot you kind of look at him and like the frailty of life hits you like a freight train where you go this guy i spent 40 50 hours a week with for years i couldn't tell you tell you about it and now he's gone and what happens next? You know, you just have this sort of like weird midlife crisis epiphany moment of like how life is ephemeral and we don't know what happens on the other side of it. Yeah. Okay. You kind of stand there and then you look wow. and you're looking at his face and uh, you see that his hair was thinner now than, than it was before. And you, you, you look up and you look on his hairline and you see that there's like a there's like a he has like fresh fresh stitches that like go like all the way back back through his scalp they look pretty crudely done it just doesn't it just doesn't look right you know like you kind of have to look like you can tell that it's, there's been like makeup put on it but you catch it and you kind of like lean in close, close and you look and you see it and something just doesn't does strike you as right. You know what I mean? Wow. Because this guy had no enemies. He was so nice and so polite and did everything for everyone. And there are hundreds of people there. And to a person, everybody who stands up has something wonderful to say about wow. Step Ahead Fred. About And not just like he was a nice guy, but they all have like a story about a unique interaction that they had with him that has stuck so with them a, forever so this is a celebration of a very decent man a very decent man 
And nice. and okay, you cool. you are all simultaneously realizing the impact that he had on so many so people. Many. You're all I'm feeling blown away. You're all feeling the exact same way same. together. Wow, wow! Like people are openly weeping. I bet you know it's 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 a very emotional experience that frankly goes on for hours. People are there for two hours just sharing stories, and every story feels like the same. Where where Fred did something small but selfless and he did it with pure joy and with no expectation of anything coming in return just because it was the right thing to do and it was a good thing to do and everybody has those stories yeah wow at the end of it you walk back up to the casket one more time you kind of say your goodbye whatever that is and then you look at that hairline again again <laughs> And you just think, who would do this? What would happen? Yeah. What's the real story here? Does he have Does, a wife? No, never married. Or no kids. Girlfriend? No partners. Loner. Hmm. Okay, then that makes it way more complicated. Yeah. Most of the time, murders are, are done by people that they know. I kind of just think that to myself. Yeah. Probably. I mean, everyone knows that. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was a deep <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> statement. Uh, what an idiot. So you uh, basically like you go home with, with like a, you're, you feel conflicted because you did right. have this, this sort of very therapeutic thing with all these people uh, and realized how much you cared about a person, but something just didn't sit right everybody loved this guy you know and and like you ask people there like how did he die and nobody could give you any answers all they kept saying was like natural causes natural causes you know that's oh, what that's what everybody's saying natural causes and you didn't dare bring it up with anybody but all you can think about is just that set of stitches that on his scalp you know what i mean you're just yeah. like this doesn't this doesn't look right. So you go home. You think about it. You think about like you never saw him drinking. He didn't smoke. He didn't like eat at Presto. You know, he was like, no, 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 this no, is just not for me. Like he just very health conscious. Yeah, he was just he was just he was just like a dude who was definitely like not into that, you know? Yeah, if you're trying to be healthy, Italian restaurants are not where you want to be eating. Yeah. So you 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 think about it, and you just kind of sit on it and you find like his obituary, you know? Uh you find uh you do some like like you you look him up on Facebook. You see he had an active profile and like the week before he died, there's a, a picture of him in like a runner's uniform. And he's like, th it, the caption says, three miles today. And then the comments, he's like, somebody's like, way to go, Fred. And then he responds, he's like, I'll tell you what, uh, running is the only thing that brings me much joy these days, LOL. Because uh, I do it four times a week. It's like that's a lot. He runs a lot, you know. So you think like, man, 
he couldn't have been like super unhealthy or anything, you know? Yeah, it seems uh seems like I'm suspicious. You're suspicious. See so uh the next morning, right? Just kind of get stuck in your craw, you know. You had taken uh you had taken the day off because you were talking about meeting up with some of the old presto crew kind of on your own. So, you know, you're not gonna be in to work tonight. You uh mm-hmm. you hit up the text message. Some people tell you like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go to Presto, they're gonna leave it open for us. Uh cool. You know, that we're all gonna have some wine, they're gonna they're gonna feed us and just kinda Oh, cool, you know, cool. We're gonna remember step ahead Fred. So uh just to confirm, I don't work there anymore. No, you do not work there anymore. Am I still at uh the Valve? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you uh you decide to go. You go, they're gonna we're gonna go we're going to have it at, at close. So it'll be, it'll be just us. So 10 o'clock you get to presto, you walk inside, you see the GM, Sherry, Sherry, uh, Sherry Belafonte. And, uh, you, you like give her a hug and she's like, Patrick, I haven't seen you in years. You know, you guys have yeah. a moment and she kind of tears up and you guys hug wow. and she, you know, wipes her, wipes her eyes. She's like, I just saw him six weeks ago. Oh dang! She was—he was doing so good. I don't—I don't know. Fuck. Yeah. So you guys—you guys like hang out in in uh, Presto, and you have two hours of just like telling stories, talking shit. Like the cooks come out. It's a lot of the same crew, you know. And uh, is the uh, is the guy uh, who got mad at me for the uh, or not mad at me, but who kind of went again? Yeah. Is he there? Absolutely. I walk. I give him a hug, dude. I give him a big hug. He's totally bald now. I walk up to him. I point at my head. I point at his head, and arms open, brother. He kind of like hangs his head a little bit. He goes about three years ago, and he steps in and he gives you a big hug. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, dude. So you guys kind of hang out. You uh think about step ahead, Fred. And you kind of like, you ask like, hey, did anybody else like see those stitches? And everybody else is like, no, I didn't. Like, I, I don't know. You're like, I wasn't looking, you know? And you're like, yeah, doesn't it just seem weird? Cause like he was really healthy and, and you know, he, uh, he was just like a really vibrant guy. Like he was always, was always going, going, going. It just seems weird. And it you, is very strange. You kind of like stroke your beard. He goes, something doesn't sit right with me, guys. Everybody's like, Pat. <laughs> crazy man i stroke my beard yeah yeah they go pat <laughs> you're crazy right you go you gotta you gotta let this go so you're like yeah you're right yeah. you have you have some drinks you have some dinner night comes you know you guys leave you uh <clears throat> drive home the whole time thinking just like something like, isn't right. I know something's not right. Oh wow. Just stuck with you. Like a burr in your shoe. You pull in, you park. You grab your uh your jacket from the front seat. You feel something inside the jacket pocket. You pull it out. It is a perfectly sealed. 
completely wrapped, milky, way midnight. Son of a bitch. You fuck hold it in your hand. Yes. You yeah. look at the moon. It's full as fuck. Oh my. This is like a thick like, moon. Yeah. This moon looks thick as fuck. You unwrap it. You look at your watch. You see the second hand, the, like the sweep second hand. It uh, hits midnight. You take you a talk, bite. Yeah. Next thing you yep. know, you are transformed in a little mm -hmm. pad midnight. Black shoes, black slacks, starched white shirt, yeah. black tie, fedora, and this duster that you've got on. You feel like it would protect you if you walked through the fires of hell. Man. So you stand there Man. underneath the light of the moon. I am on the record as being a little Pat Midnight <laughs> fan. I'm, to quote a wise person, I'm into this. So you look at the light of the moon. It illuminates yeah. your face. And you think, you say out loud, you go, Stitches. <laughs> Who gets them? Who gives them? <laughs> so much to know. <laughs> Only one place to go. And you get the little Pat Midnight Mobile. And you take off. Take off. You go to uh, Step Ahead Fred's apartment. At least what you remember is his apartment. You gave him a ride home one night. One night. And his car broke down. So you head over there, right? You remember that he had a... Uh, he had like a, a welcome mat that was like dark green and it looked like a it looked like a astroturf and it said in cursive letters <laughs> play through and then in the bottom corner there was a picture of like a golf green with like a little flag on it you know and you remember yeah. like looking at that and going what a fucking what a weird mat so you pull into the apartment complex where he lived juniper shores and you, uh, it's a small place. You, this building faced the road. You turn off the lights, a little pet, midnight mobile. You step out. You pop hot <laughs> fucking duster. Fiesta? Yeah, it's your, but when it's, when you're in it as little pet minute, it's a little pet minute. You pop that duster, just, whoosh, you know? Yeah. Like you think you see a spark out of the corner of your eye, but you can't confirm it. Holy shit. You take the stairs up to the second floor. You kind of like walk along with your back to the wall. You think to yourself, uh, better lay low, kid. Don't want to get caught. Have the 5-0 here in just a minute. Wow. You walk by the on the with your back to the wall. And you see that door, that floor mat play through. It's faded. It's worn. People have been playing through. Do you unlock the door? Yes. So you walk up. You uh, you feel your duster pocket. You've got like a little lock pick. Three or four seconds. You're just in. You go inside. Turn the lights on. Start looking around his apartment. It's a... Uh, it's exactly kind of what you would think it would be. A guy in his early 50s living alone, you know, not making yeah. not making a ton of money, living simply. Oh, yeah. 
but he's also been there a while, so he's accumulated a fair share of like his own things, and you know, it doesn't. It's not like a shitty place or like dirty or run down or anything. It's just uh, it's a very, it's very simply, it's very simply filled. Okay. So you start looking around, right? You open the fridge. You go through the trash. You see that the day before his death, he had just bought a carton of eggs. And you think, hmm, who buys a carton of eggs? If he was that sick, he wouldn't know. You take the receipt, you put it, and you like keep it with you. You walk over to his uh, his laptop. Yeah, it's got a password. You look around. Uh, you don't see like a lot of technology around his place. You know, it's like pretty bare. So you punch in uh, one, two, three, four, five, and it comes up immediately. <laughs> and uh, you see, it opens on his email, and he had just bought a plane ticket. <laughs> Wait, that was the password. <laughs> yeah, he just I bought just a bought. he just bought a plane ticket to New York. What a dumb bastard. He the day before he died, he bought a he bought a round trip plane ticket to New York City. He was gonna go in September. So you're kinda like So he like this isn't suicide, you know? You see uh there's all like going through his email, you see that there's like a an email from his doctor's office about a recent checkup. And his yeah. doctor's like, everything looks great. I think the running's really paying off. He's like, you're in much better shape now than you were four years ago. And the doctor's like, I'm proud of you. Wow. Keep it up. Smiley face. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck? So you're kind of like, yeah. what happened to him? Yeah, what the fuck? Just then, you hear the jiggle of the door handle. What do you do? Not good. Is there a people? Yeah, but you're like in the other room. I guess I, wa- <coughs> I guess I walk out there and see what's what. So you walk out there. It's kind of dark. You see somebody's trying to get in, right? Yeah. So you're just standing there. Can I walk up and look through the, the people? As you like walk up and look through the people, you hear the, the door open. Not good. What do you do? Duck down into the shadows and hide and see who it is. So you like duck down. You uh you like crawl under a side table. You see uh you see a, the silhouette of a woman kind of pee like take a step inside. You close the door. Or you hear her, like rustling around. She's like going through books, opening drawers. You know what I mean? Just kind of like, like looking around for shit. What do you do? Is her back to me? Yeah. She doesn't know you're there. I crawl out slowly because I'm, I'm, under, I'm underneath the table, right? Yeah. I crawl out slowly until I'm all the way out. And then I, as quietly as possible, walk up and grab from behind and just like, you know, cover the mouth with my hand. So you like uh, walk up behind her stealthily put your uh, hand over her mouth and hold her she screams and stomps on your foot Ow. you go son of a bitch and you let her loose 
She turns a light on and she's looking at you. She's probably about five foot five. She's wearing a a black dress down okay. to her knees. Yeah. She's got on a gray fedora. And she also has on a duster. What the hell? And she looks at you and uh she pulls like a little billy club out from her a pocket and she holds it up and she goes who are you? What's your deal? I go, I'm Little Pat Midnight. Who are you? She kind of goes, Little Pat Midnight. Don't know you. Who are you? I guess. So she she has like a, like you said, like a billy club yeah, over me? Yeah. Do I have something I could throw, throw at it? Do I have a weapon? No, you're just kind of like, you're like a couple feet away from her. You got your hands up, you know? I've I have no weapon on me. No, I mean you didn't bring one. All right. Um, fuck. I don't think I would say anything because I don't know who she is. I don't know. I mean, is she a good guy? Is she a bad guy? Who is this person? You she know? like takes a step towards you. She goes, "What are you doing here?" I say nothing. She goes, "You're in a dead man's apartment. What do you mean nothing?" silence anything i say is gonna fuck me i say nothing there's no way to, to explain this i say nothing so she kind of looks around she goes who sent you what are you snooping for because i got a good idea that that man was murdered i look at her and it's the first time i speak i go why do you think that she goes yes. did you see the stitches on his head I did. She kind of like lowers her billy club. She goes, huh? Is that why you're here? Yep. She kind of like strokes her chin. She goes, maybe this can be a, a beneficial relationship after all. She turns and her fucking duster just pops right just snaps you know wow she uh, uh she's searching like along a bookshelf she turns over her shoulder and she goes well what'd you find and she you like are just now seeing it but she's absolutely gorgeous oh no all right so what did you do you tell her what you found I tell her everything. You tell her about the the clean bill of health. Yep. The carton of eggs. Hmm? Tell her about the the uh, round trip plane ticket. I tell her. I honestly, yeah, everything. So you tell her everything. She takes like a step towards you. She goes, "Do you trust me?" Sure. She goes, "Cause I'm trusting you." She sticks her hand out and she goes, name's baby Ruth. And you see, you look at like her duster and you see just like the corner of a baby Ruth wrapper poking out of a pocket. Yeah. So you guys like, uh, you do like a more thorough inspection of his place. 
you find like a white powdery substance on his uh, nightstand. You uh, rub it on your gums and you feel that familiar sensation. Oh no. Cocaine coursing through your system. Son of a. And uh, you kind of ask her, you're like, hey, how did you know Fred? And she goes, ah, me and Fred worked together for years, see? And you guys kind of like <laughs> talk about Fred and, and you're putting it together where you're like, oh, he must have been on cocaine the entire time we knew him. Yeah. And you're like realizing like this guy had a severe cocaine problem. And that's Man. why he wasn't socializing. That's why everything he did was like threadbare because all of his money was going to support a cocaine habit. So you're like, you're like looking around, right? You're looking around, you empty the trash in his room. You see, uh, there's a, a little piece of bloody gauze. And then you see there's like a, a letter with like very uh, bad penmanship. It says 40 grand final chance. Whoa. L D. So you, uh, you go like looking around, right? You show baby, baby Ruth kind of what you found. <laughs> and you've essentially determined that somebody killed him because he owed a debt of drug money. Is her, is her first name baby? I mean, that's just what she told you. Is your first name little? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So you're under the impression that he got killed for owing somebody a lot of money, right? Yeah. You put a call out to somebody you know, a friend you've made, Chief Jack Pounds. He answers the phone. He goes, Chief Police Jack Pounds. It's my personal line. It's better be good. And you go, <laughs> Little Pat Midnight here. He goes, Cocaine. The initials LD mean anything to you? <laughs> Jack Pounds gets real quiet. He goes, Lonnie Dalton. And he gives you yeah. an address and he hangs up. Well, who is? What? Oh, wow. So you turn to uh, baby Ruby and you go, Lonnie Dalton. He could be the man. Yeah. Baby Ruth strokes her chin. She goes, you want to end this once and for all? Let's do it. So you guys go to uh, Little Pet Midnight Mobile. She goes to get goes in. To you got a, you got a uh, Wendy's bag on the seat. You got to take it, throw, <laughs> throw it in the back. <laughs> Do I put on music? Huh? Do I put on music? It's just like smooth jazz, you know. You know. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, like you're like Wait, that's what we listen to. Yeah, like you're in like you're in like a smoky nightclub. Mm. So you guys get in. You go to the address. <laughs> you guys get out of the car. You look in the window. You see Lonnie. You see him uh, watching TV on the couch. What do you do? Hmm. Are there a lot of people around him? No, he's by himself. I walk up and I kind of grab him by the shoulder, but like, like kind of hard. Well, he's like in and his go, house. 
Oh, fuck, you're right. I don't know what I'd do. Well, there he is. Fuck, yeah, there he is. Baby Ruth goes, are we going in? Yeah, let's do it. I look at her, I nod, and I realize, and I realize what I have to do. So what do you do? She Take pulls that front door down. She pulls her billy club out. You stand there. You uh, straighten your fedora. You fucking snap your duster. Yeah. Is she impressed? She bites her bottom lip real fucking hard, dude. You look at her. <laughs> and you go, one, two. And then yeah. you wink at her, and you say three, and you kick this fucking door off of its hinges, right? Holy shit. This thing just flies into the room. It hits a bird cage. A bird gets out, flies out, and you see that bird immediately get eaten by a bigger bird. So Jeez. you like walk inside, right? Uh, Lonnie like gets up out of his chair, and he goes, hey, what the fuck? What do you do? Does he have a gun? No. I go, get down on the ground, pull my gun at him. You don't have a gun. Damn it. <laughs> Did I just tackle him? So you just run, right? You run right at him. I don't have a gun. You didn't have a gun. Where are you getting that I'm you li- had a gun? You're Pat I'm Dean. little Pat Midnight. Yeah, but he's you, Pat. You don't have a gun. No, I know I, I know I don't, but yeah. I thought little Pat Midnight might, no. but he doesn't, I guess. All right, that's fine. I just tackle him. Then. So you run and you tackle him, right? You knock him to the floor. Uh, baby Ruth uh, comes over and she just starts pummeling this guy in the head. Oh, she goes, take that and that and just whack, 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 whack. And you've like got your hands like on his shoulders, pinning him down. And she just polarizes this guy into a pulp. My God. She's like breathing heavy, stands up. She stands over him. I give her space. You look at the clock. It goes to 1 a.m. You see the confidence drain out of her face. She holds a bloody billy club up in her hand and she looks down on the ground and goes, oh my God, what did I do? Yeah. Holy shit. What did I do? And you look down and realize that you're like kneeling on top of a, a dead man whose face yeah. has just been beat unrecognizably and by you the just, billy club, by the billy club. And you go yeah. like you, you go, oh my God. No, no, no. And you hear uh, sirens in the distance <laughs> What? You look you look over and uh there's like a lady out walking her dog at night. She's got a big fucking dog, right? And uh she's out yeah. walking her dog and she uh is standing in the window and she's got her cell phone out and she is just ghost white. She's on the phone just yelling, right? She goes, They just killed him, they just killed him. You guys, uh, you guys are like both in shock because the candy bar wore off at, at 1 a.m. And uh, the cops show up. They arrest both of you. You end up, <laughs> you guys end up both doing time. Uh, she uh, she definitely gets the worst of it because she was the one who actively murdered Lonnie. Uh, Wait, hold you, on. It wears off at, after an hour. Yeah, I'm just telling you what happens. So you uh, you guys God both go to damn. jail. Uh, you as Pat Dean, not little Pat Midnight, he might have survived better. You'd never get another Milky Way Midnight again. Uh, not like you had much opportunity because uh, they, they kicked the shit out of you about three weeks in. Uh, <laughs> Why? Be- because you were given a full roll of toilet paper from the commissary and you had really bad diarrhea. And people were like, give us your toilet paper. And you're like, I can't. I have to have it. I have horrible diarrhea. And yeah. you took a stand and they just beat the shit out of you three weeks. 
weeks in. Why? Why? <laughs> because, oh my dude, God. It, jail's a brutal place, man. It's a fucking that brutal place. That sucks so bad. That sucks <laughs> so bad. What an ending. Baby Ruth does 30 years, gets out, writes a, writes a book about uh coming in, you know getting sober and uh coming out clean on the other side and uh you know she what does she say about me in the uh uh she she mentioned that she used to hang out with some quote unquote seedy characters whatever that means <laughs> but um yeah i don't know you you don't get to read it because you fucking die well before that sure. book comes out all right yes yeah, another shit kicked out of you in prison over toilet paper because you had diarrhea <laughs> i mean you had jail diarrhea and you died because of it. Okay. That's whatever. <laughs> that fucking sucks, Aaron. That is not good. <laughs>